one of the most unique podcasts on the planet. Hey, bus driver. Hey, bus driver. Hey, bus driver. The show about everything related to student transportation. If you're a student transportation professional, you found your show. Hey, bus driver. Exploring the entire school transportation universe. Talking to interesting and inspiring people, exchanging ideas, promoting student transportation industry growth, and sharing a few funny stories along the way. Now, live from Phoenix, Arizona, this is Hey Bus Driver, and this is Jason Nelson. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Hey Bus Driver podcast. Today, we have uh old friend keith corso joining us from bus right he's uh for those that have been listening through the whole series keith has been on a couple episodes with us um you know starting kind of back in last year mid pretty much mid pandemic i think uh we had keith on and uh excited to connect to almost a year later and see what's going on with bus right and the uh exponential growth that's been going on there so Keith is here, uh, Chad is back, and how's everybody doing on this Thursday afternoon? Uh, er- early evening on this end, uh, on the East Coast right now, and excited for the Islanders playoff game tonight. Yeah, uh, not sure if hockey fans listening, but it'll be a good one. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody uh, planned that the Islanders were going to go this far, as far as they've been going. Especially this Pittsburgh Penguin fan. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I thought hockey ended when when that series is over. I didn't realize there. For you, playing. it did. Yeah, <laughs> well, on a on a on a worse note, the Diamondbacks are tanking uh, hardcore in in baseball right now. I think they just lost their what twenty sixth game, so uh, they need they need some severe help on the baseball end. And, but the Suns are doing good, so you know Phoenix is uh, up and down in the sports world right now. Isn't it like 26 of the last 30 that they've yeah, lost? Yeah, yeah. And it was like the 19th on the road or 20th on the road, which tied a, a record dating back to like 1970-something. So, Breaking yeah, records, man. Yeah. Breaking records. I, I mean, they started out on a tear. They were they were looking like they were going to surprise everybody and then just fell way, way behind. But really? hmm. tough to watch, you know. But when you're a homer, I guess. I mean, how long the Oilers have not been very good, right? I mean, they're always kind of. Kind of been at the back of the pack, right? Yeah, I'm also a, a diehard Mets fan over here, so oh, okay. uh, they're, they're having a good year for sure. Yeah. But it's not always rainbows and sunshines in in that world. <laughs> sure, yeah. especially competing against the uh, Yankees, right? That's right. That's right. I well, usually enjoy baseball for about three or four weeks, and then my Pirates fall apart, and then I end baseball season. I was gonna say, is that like spring training in March when baseball is cheap <laughs> and the weather's nice? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 And then the season starts, and the Pirates get on the field, and it's like, oh, baseball's over. Let's go to the next sport. No doubt. Well, Keith, like I said, wanted to uh, welcome you back to the show and just, you know, connect and see really kind of how Bus Ride's doing, how you're doing, and, um, you know, just kind of high level. How is How, how are things going um, as far as you and just kind of think, did you, you finally graduated, right? Saw that, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Congrats. <laughs> Yeah, and then how, uh, you know, how how old are you? Uh, Twenty one. So um, yeah, no, I mean, J- Jason, I appreciate you having me back on the show, and there's always so much to to learn from you in these conversations. But I think the better question is, 
how are you doing after an otherwise challenging year in, in student transportation? Yeah, and there's been a lot of twists and turns in your world. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's been been an interesting year again, for sure. And we're, we just finished up uh, last week, last Tuesday, and kind of back in, right back into summer school. So, yeah, I mean, you know, COVID, like I said, I think uh, in a previous episode, kind of starting to really feel like everything's opening back up and we're going to start seeing the school year that's going to look a little more normal of what it used to be pre-COVID. So, um, you know, that's exciting, but obviously a lot of challenges and unknowns still kind of on the horizon as we navigate, um, you know, the unemployment line and the, the employee shortage and you know, even student shortages still. So, you know, we're hoping to get, you know, quite a few students back. And I think every school district probably is, but been interesting for sure. So, you know, I've been, been watching your journey and, you know, kind of keeping along with social media. What do you got, Jed? Wait, what, what happened? <laughs> He's been living under a rock. Yeah. <laughs> Something happened? Did you hear about on? There was a guy that was like, um, right when COVID came out, he had been off the grid for like a month. And it was like in March, I want to say, and he came back out and like back into society. He had been camping or, you know, living out, <laughs> living out off the grid, and he had no idea what was going on in the world. Could you imagine that? That'd be that'd be pretty wild. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that, that is. I'm I'm sure there are, there are more people like that, right? Like you you went camping or you went on some trip and sure. you know left all your technology back at home. Um, yeah. that that's pretty crazy. But so so Jason, back in your world, I think last time we spoke. You had just hired or were about to hire a router or analyst, yep. some additional support on the team. How's that been going? Yeah, really, really good. Um, it's been, you know, kind of a interesting position that we created called a transportation management analyst, um, kind of an elevated lead router position, but does a lot with data. And obviously in your field, um, Keith, that, you know, there's so much, you guys probably see how much data that you can collect through all of your systems, you know, and just trying to find out, like, what do you do with it? How do you use this to tell a story or tell, you know, schools that you're running efficiently or your board or your um, parents or your community, et cetera? Um, you know, very, just just so much data out there that most transportation departments really don't know how to collect it and use it and, you know, massage it to, to know how they're performing. So, um, our guy here has been really good and, you know, I mean, just in the short time that we've had him, I like what, seven months. I mean, we've, we've taken leaps and bounds, big steps in the, in the right direction that we've kind of been stymied at almost just because of my limitations. Right. I'm not, I'm not versed in those technical like script writing and, you know, being able to go into Excel and write big, massive scripts to be able to look in and query data and put it where you want it to go. So pretty cool stuff. Yeah, no, I totally hear you. Now, was the impetus of hiring for that role around like a more efficient routing table, less buses on the road? Was it, um, you know, redistricting? Like what, what was the idea there? Uh, I think a little bit of both. Um, we had, you know, we had done a little bit of uh, analysis in our office and kind of condensed some positions down so we could bring in a more technical, elevated skill set, I guess, if you will. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, that would be the idea is to really take and analytically look at our data to be able to say we can compress from, you know, 80 routes down to 65 or something like that. So um, always looking at that, uh, looking at um, 
changing bus stops or changing routes or really kind of our next plan is to like grid the district and only do, you know, four or five stops per grid, um, you know, say call it a quarter mile grid. And then that way we're not stopping every 600 feet. So that only means that we're picking up routes faster and getting kids right. delivered faster and can do it with less, less um, employees on the road. So hopefully meet the, you know, ever growing demand for bus drivers. Right. That's, uh, that's probably the biggest one. Yeah, no, I totally hear you. Um, very exciting on, on your end. Now, I guess in, uh, back to your question. Sorry to be around no, the bush there. Things oh, I'm, doing, I'm, doing, I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah, it's been a good year. Thanks. Go ahead. Uh, no, no, no. You got it. All yours. No, I just want to let you know I was doing well. He's also. just he's just messing around. Chad's a joker. Maybe that instead of the crown, Chad, I should have got you a joker hat. That would have been better. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't wear that, buddy. Right, sorry. Well. Anyway, right, go, go ahead, Keith. I'm sorry for interrupting. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to hijack. This is all yours. This is your show. Now you're doing a great job. I like your questions so far. Keep going, man. I well, mean, well, feel free to throw one my way occasionally, but go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I guess I'll definitely do that. Um, now that you uh, now that you asked, but I'm I'm curious in your world on uh, the the bus sales side of things. What does that look like over the over the past year? How have you been engaging with the the market, particularly when it came to that standstill in in uh, early March? Well, uh, when everybody shut down, there was a lot of just phone calls and emails and trying to check up. I mean, there's quite a few districts that didn't even want people showing up. You know, they had a skeleton crew in their service department, right? And uh, didn't even want you know vendors to come by. Um, I mean, it was you know looking back, and I, I've said this. I, I feel like I could have done some things better, but it is my first pandemic to ever be a sales referee, right? So I, I didn't have anything to go off of. And there, right. wasn't, there wasn't anybody else, you know, from 1918 around that sold school buses that could give me advice. So, yeah, it was a, it was an interesting time. Learned a lot. Figured out a lot of things. You know, if another pandemic ever does hit, got a grasp on it now. So, but um it, it was it was interesting, and there were there were days that it was extremely boring. I mean, extremely boring. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, mean, I should have taken up a hobby. I, I'd be like a master guitarist by now if I would have used my time wisely. <laughs> now, is that because you couldn't get transportation directors on the phone? Is that because you couldn't visit them in person? Is that because there were no conferences? Like, what led to that boredom over there? Pretty much all that. I mean, you know. There were, there were, there were some that were treating it like a vacation and you couldn't get them on the phone. You know, they were, yeah. you finally get them and you know, they were probably out camping or boating or, you know, they're, you know, whatever they were doing. But, but, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was boring because you just, you couldn't go around and see people. You couldn't do demos. You, you know, there's certain parts of the state you didn't want to go to because it was really bad. You know, yeah. the, the cases were really high percentage wise. And, um, you know, you, you want to be out seeing, seeing people stopping by seeing the transportation directors and the, the guys out in the shop and going to the office. And, you know, I, I kind of avoided the office at RWC because we're also trucks and it's, yeah, I don't really want to be out there around, you know, the truck drivers coming and going, you don't know where they've been and you didn't know where this is going to end up or how it was going to end up. So I call it the, uh, the COVID cave. I tell Tom, my boss, and I go, dude, I'm not coming to the COVID cave today. I'm going to stay away if you need something to call me. So, yeah, it, it was just boring. I mean, it just wasn't 
what you're used to, you know, going out, seeing people, talking to people, and you can only talk to people so much on the phone, and no one's really interested in buying buses because no one knew what was going to happen. Nothing's right. running. Every bus has been set stationary for two months. It's going to be real hard to go to the board and say, we need to buy some more buses. Right. I would imagine that would have been a, a pretty big challenge for you, Keith, kind of the same side, like, you know, selling your product or getting in front of customers and trying to explain, like, hey, you know, we can really help with what you're going through, right? I mean, there were a lot of shifts from, um, you know, transporting kids to transporting meals or transporting curriculum. So you can talk a little bit about that as far as like what, you know, kind of what you, what those challenges look like for bus, right? Yeah. Um, it's, you know, uh, as Chad can attest to, it's really hard to summarize, you know, all those months into, you know, a few minutes here sure. from, from a challenges perspective, but I think you kind of alluded to it right there. I mean, probably the biggest challenge of all, actually the biggest challenge is like, you know, uh, managing your team and working with your team through that environment. Uh, when you're an early stage technology startup, you know, we're, we're all rallied behind this vision. We're all rallied behind solving this critical problem, serving these transportation directors, elevating their voices. And so much of why we got here and why we do what we do was now in question because you know, school buses were off the road largely. We had no idea when they were going back. And so was that going to impact our product roadmap? Was that going to impact our hiring plans? Um, and so on and so forth. And so the, the questions were, were, were endless. The ambiguity was high. And navigating through that, it, you know, is, is, is difficult, as, as you might imagine. Now, we ended up, we, we did end up supporting schools in their delivery of meals and instructional materials. We had districts who are using our technology for routing state tests and so on and so forth. And to some extent, it was kind of like the, the perfect challenge for us where we built a solution that is incredibly simple to use. You can roll out entirely overnight and on all of your buses, you can provide all of your drivers with turn-by-turn directions for driver navigation. You can get your routing table up and running overnight. You can provide parents a bus tracking app also overnight. So the value proposition of simplicity, ease of use, and the ability to stand up a system without any training at all, I think kind of came to light. And that's where part of the market saw the value in what we were building at Busrite in this dynamic and flexible transportation environment. Um, and when they had to build one week, a delivery system for state tests and the other week for meals, et cetera, that's kind of where we found our niche in that. But it is definitely not what our customers today are using our solution for. So um, you know, I think it was tricky because those plans were constantly changing within the district and the school reopen plans were also changing at a rapid pace. And so how are we going to try to match our technology and the service that we provide and the incredible customer service that we have with all these evolving needs that we were also learning about on the fly? Now, we learned through partnering with transportation leaders as they were delivering meals, et cetera, to their community that our technology could also be used to help out small businesses across the country who had to go directly to their consumers now instead of wholesale to restaurants. So, you know, one of the businesses we partnered with was delivering donuts and coffee instead of going to like five, you know, cafes in the area, they had to deliver to 10,000 homes directly wow. to their doorstep. And so our technology of routing, providing driver navigation on the fly and real-time GPS for the and customers through our parent bus tracking app ended up being quite successful. Um, through several months, we routed, tracked, and navigated over $300,000 worth of goods from coffees, donuts, oysters, et cetera. And uh, you know, we ended up hitting over 4,000 
homes and people, you know, we got messages like this is better than an Amazon experience. <laughs> and, um, you know, being able to see exactly where our coffee is down to the second um, is, is, you know, can make your day, especially when the world is uh, partly shutting down. So with all of that to say, just trying to figure out what direction we were going to take our efforts. We always knew our North Star was elevating the voices of transportation leaders and serving transportation leaders from drivers, routers, dispatchers, directors, supervisors, etc. It was just a matter of how do we get our technology in the market um, and how do we iron out those bugs and build a great solution and every product decision still coming back to our North Star around serving those transportation leaders. Nice. That's, uh, I mean, sounds like you've been running hot, right? I mean, just yeah, hot on, sweats in the off. middle of the night when you wake <laughs> up trying to figure out what the heck you're doing. But <laughs> yeah, yeah Keith, uh, Keith doesn't sound like he was bored. No, I, I, yeah, I, I doubt that. But um, what's it? I mean, what's it been like, kind of from your your story, right, where you started getting this going? What's it been like to to see it all like fall into place? I mean, obviously, I, I'm sure there was probably like oh, some hesitation with obviously this pandemic coming, the unknown, and like, is this the right time to be going with the business? You probably already had paperwork in place and you're like, well, let's just grab the bull by the horn. So what's it been like with that story that you just gave us, those, you know, those examples to see everything and know like, man, we came out even stronger than I could have even imagined. Yeah, I think it's, um, it's proven a lot to our team of just like how re- resilient we can be and how we can pivot our efforts, um, you know, on the fly and really still build in, in one cohesive unit. Obviously, we had some you know challenging situations where team members had to leave or, um, you know, uh, what have you, because people were moving across the country or different opportunities, et cetera. So that can be really challenging, especially in a fully remote environment. That being said, um, you know, coming out on, on the other end is uh, I think it's just a testament to each and every team member that has put in so much time and effort to making sure these small businesses were up and running with our technology to make sure that we were still having our design partner calls with transportation directors through the pandemic to make sure we're actually building a solution they were going to need both during and, and when the pandemic came to an end, whenever that might be. And so it's just all about resiliency and you build a, a sense of camaraderie and relationships with people when you go through these really hard challenges together. Um, we ended up, you know, uh, uh, I think our investors were quite happy with just how we navigated all of that ambiguity. And, um, you know, kind of at the tail end, tail end of the pandemic, a few months ago, we announced that we closed a two and a half million dollar seed round from some uh, notable investors who were some of the first in companies like Uber, SpaceX, Notion, and early team members at, you know, Lyft, Postmates, etc. And so we've just been super intentional about some of the, the team members, the advisors, the investors that we're bringing around the table. And, um, you know, being able to expand the team and over the past four weeks, double our full-time employees and try to continue doing that moving forward is, uh, it's an honor to be able to learn from everyone that, that joins the bus ride, you know, organization. And we all just have this common goal of just, we, we love spending time with folks on the front lines and student transportation and being able to empower them with one community and two technology is why we get up in the morning. Sure. That's awesome. Um, what's that been like now that now that things are being lifted that you can actually go out and meet customers kind of face to face and you know not via you know our first meeting was you know via Google Meets so you know actually getting out and getting to put a face to a, a name not that you didn't do that virtually but what's that been like for you to to get out there and actually see the the yellow bus rolling by? I mean the, the second we could get out there, a few team members and I um, we were in New Jersey a few weeks ago for a week and a half 
uh, in an Airbnb right on the lake. It was absolutely beautiful. And we were visiting existing customers, potential customers, customers who were having some challenges that we just wanted to be on the ground for to, to help, you know, troubleshoot and being able to, um, you know, fi- fix issues one and actually meet people face to face is it's, it's an unparalleled experience, but also being able to see new team members in person. I still haven't met all of our team members in person yet. Um, and a lot of tech companies are in the same exact boat. And sure. so uh, there's another sense of um, e- enjoyment and, and camaraderie that you're able to build again when you're in person. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been phenomenal where I'm going to uh, Boston later next week to do the exact same thing, you know, visit existing customers, potential customers, new team members who are in that area, and uh, going to try to continue doing that here on Outward. But, um, you know, this is a people business and the relationships that you build with, you know, transportation leaders who are just, you know, usually care a lot about the work that they're doing. Um, you, you feed off of that kind of passion that people have. And when you're able to fuel that and, and, and help them in whatever way that you can, whether it's just listening to them for an hour and a half, talk about how challenging of a day it was or the past year it was, or whether it is providing a, a technology that, you know, saves them half the day. Um, and uh, because, you know, what transportation leaders could definitely use is their time back. So no for, for a lot of reasons, it's, it's really uh, inspiring to get back on the grounds and, and see these folks uh, back to work. Right on. I know that, uh, you know, I'm sure Chad probably feels the same, right, Chad? Just being yes, able to get yes. back out and reconnect. And I, I think that that's one of the things that we probably, a lot of us learned, you know, at least those of us that are, um, you know, social butterflies if you will that really just want to get out and like you you realize how much you need people in that connection that human interaction i think that was the big takeaway kind of here right we all got through this together we all have now this common shared something that pretty much the whole world you know shared and experienced and now we you know we're we're better because of it um kind of going back real quick just because I know Chad wasn't in on the initial conversation, but probably also some that maybe maybe have not had caught up on the entire all the episodes that we have. What is bus right? Just high level, kind of real quick. You know, you talk about this transportation solution, but what what is it and what does it do and how does it you know make transportation departments more efficient, better, safely? Yeah. So in a nutshell, you know, we built BusRight with the core belief that technology should serve student transportation leaders and not the other way around. Um, it shouldn't take more than one week to learn a new system as you don't have the time. Um, you could probably attest to that, Jason. And you shouldn't be switching between two, three, four pro- programs to accomplish basic tasks. And so at BusRight, from a product perspective, we've built an all-in-one solution for, uh, you know, efficient school bus routing, onboard driver navigation and parent bus tracking apps. And we're constantly iterating on what we're doing. You know, we're built by customers for customers. You've had the, you've spoken to Phil before. He's our head of product and has been a longtime chief information officer of some of the top 10 largest school districts in the country and has led some of the largest fleets. Um, you know, we try to bring the customer into our product roadmap, into our engineering, you know, decisions, um, because ultimately we're, we're here to serve them. And uh, that's bus rate in a nutshell, you know, not only is is the the product incredibly simple and, and all in one, but our pricing is a subscription per bus per year. There's no other penny that you pay beside that. No setup fees, no implementation fees, no hardware fees, no data fee. Like everything, we try to keep as simple as possible to understand because it comes back to the fact that transportation leaders don't have the time um, to to learn new systems, to learn how to understand pricing, and so on and so forth because they already have so much more on their plate. But um, at the end of the day, like I said, our product is constantly evolving to, to better serve the needs of uh, folks like yourself, Jason. 
Well, and I think what um, is really nice is that you guys have listened to, you know, taking the time to interview and, and talk to people that do the work, the end users that are going to use your product. I think that's what is the most beneficial that I've seen coming out of this. And so the, the ability to create and be creative and, and really tailor, you know, kind of ebb and flow, like, oh, well, that's a really good idea. Let's figure out how we can acquire that or, you know, so on and so forth. I think that those are, those are really big points that, you know, a lot of the other companies probably miss on the market just because of how, A, how big they are, right? They don't have the time, um, I think, when they're trying to market a generalized product to the entire everywhere. Uh, just makes it very difficult to, you know, hey, I need this reporter. Hey, can you consider this? It's just not, it's not time con- consuming or it's too time consuming for them to figure out how to, you know, um, put people on, on a project like that. So... Yeah, can you um, yeah. can you tell those of us in the audience who don't know exactly everything that your system can do? I mean, not in detail, but just a rundown, a bullet point. Sure. Yeah, definitely. So um, we provide a solution. So we so we have a routing platform, um, and it's integra- Everything's under one umbrella that we've developed. So the routing platform, we have route history, so you can see exactly where your bus has gone previously, how fast it was going, the ETA to certain stops, etc. Um, we have live GPS. So we have um, the most uh, uh, the quickest ping rate on the market. Every two seconds, we're pulling where that bus is. Um, and so we have customers who radio to drivers and in real time, they're like, we actually make that right on, you know, Brevort Road. Um, so we have a, a live GPS there with a live map to see where all your buses are. Uh, we have a parent bus tracking app. So it's integrated into the routing system such that everything talks to each other in real time and you're not trying to pull pieces together from different systems that don't talk to each other. Um, we also have a, um, uh, you know, fleet performance, basically you're able to see over time, how have your buses been doing from an ETA perspective? Um, are they deviating from their actual route, etc.? We have driver scheduling. So at the click of a button, you can assign, you know, Chad to the bus that Jason has been taking as a sub driver. And the second you step onto your bus, it'll automatically populate on that route. Um, and you'll click start navigation and get underway. Um, turn by turn directions is pretty much our bread and butter. Um, it's a simple one click. The driver, when the when the bus turns on, the tablet turns on, driver clicks start navigation for their route. They get turn by turn directions like they would in their normal life with Google Maps or Waze, but it's even simpler to use than that. Um, and we also have other like smaller features that I'm happy to dive into because there's so many edge cases in the world of student transportation. But at the end of the day, Everything that I just mentioned is one or two clicks away from the home screen. So it should not take longer, you know, longer than one or two click to see where all of your buses are. It shouldn't take longer than one or two click to send a push notification to your entire community or a specific route, et cetera, to send us a critical message and so on and so forth. So everything is designed such that it's so simple and easy to use like you would with the Google Maps. And it's all under one place, right? It's not... It's not this program over here does my GPS. This program over here does my routing. This program over here does my fleet. It's all right here, easy to use. Um, you know, I think that's that's where the simplicity of this really stands above the rest. So, um, you but know. you know, just to sorry to cut you off, Jason. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that like we're the best GPS provider on the market, we're the best routing program ever, um, etc. But I think where we do stand out is like that all-in-one, simple. You're just looking for something that doesn't take you know, a few weeks to a few months to a few years to train and learn with that sure. isn't cumbersome, that you're not like hacking together different products that were built in different 
you know, time periods. Um, but again, there is something to be said about some of the other products on the market that do a phenomenal job. There are more robust routing programs. There are more robust telematic solutions out there and so on and so forth. And so it's just trying to find that part of the market that is really looking for that incredibly simple solution yeah. that doesn't require any training at all. That's what I was just yeah, going to say, sure. Sim- simplicity. And, you know, and that's, there's so many, you know, small districts around or small organizations around the country that are just, you know, two people in the office and then, you know, maybe a dozen buses or something like that, that they don't, they don't a need a giant, you know, big platform like that. They just need the opportunity to, um, you know, run the small fleet that they have. And, and this is where this, you know, this product really kind of comes in and, you know, probably moves. How many have you, have you moved anybody from pen and paper into your program? We have, we have. The last one we did, I was going to talk to this. They're based out of Mississippi, but they've been on pen and paper, you know, transportation office the last 38 years. And uh, it's been really cool to see that we tried to train them. They didn't even let us. Like, we we're like, we want to train you, want to train your driver, at least just do like a video call or something. They wouldn't let us because um, within an hour, they knew the entire system. And that wow. just meant a lot to us. Um, they wouldn't even let us t- like show us how to use certain features because they were just so happy with how simple it was to use. Yeah, that's awesome. That's pretty. I mean, it's it's awesome to see because I, I think that's one of the things about this industry is that, you know, you see that the technical side, all the companies, all the, the, the tech companies that are bringing and moving the bus forward. But for whatever reason, like transportation, there's a lot of transportation departments that just want to continue to do things in this archaic method, right? And they're afraid to to step into that. So it's really cool to hear that that, you know, they're they were able to take it and figure it out on their own and just kind of, you know, learn it on the fly. Yeah, no, I, I totally hear you. And, you know, there could be a few different reasons why someone on pen and paper might want to migrate over. It could be for succession planning. We, we've had customers do that before where so much has been institutionalized in their head and they just need to like digitize these routes, digitize stop notes, you know, digitize route, you know, driver schedules and so on and so forth. We've uh, seen it where some school boards want parents to have a bit more visibility into, you know, where the, you know, their child's bus is in real time so they can cut down on calls back to the transportation department. There are certain transportation directors who are like, hey, I use Google Maps. I use Uber. I use Waze in my day-to-day life. Why can't I get that same design and same simplicity and product experience in my actual job? Um, and, and for a few other reasons, it's been, it's been cool to see people kind of make that leap, but you're right. There, there's a, there's a lot of folks who are, um, you know, still relying on pen and paper or Excel or what have you. And, and I totally respect that too. Yeah. So you, you mentioned being in front of a, or presenting in front of some school boards. What's that, what's that process been look, uh, been like to get in front of, you know, a governing board and, and showcase not only the department that you're working with, but be able to, to show this, you know, your product here in front of some people that maybe not necessarily always understand. They understand transportation, but they don't always understand the workings that kind of go behind that. What's that been like? Yeah, that's a great question because something that, that I truly love doing is presenting to like superintendents or business officers or anyone who isn't involved in the day-to-day in transportation because people always just appreciate how much work goes into it and no one takes the time to or not a lot of people outside of transportation take the time to really understand what's happening behind closed doors and it brings me so much joy when you know i was in new jersey presenting to a superintendent and like through our technology they're able to see how much legwork actually goes on behind the scenes and therefore appreciate what's happening in transportation more and so we're we're definitely getting into the world of 
creating, you know, reports that can be shared with school boards um, and, you know, creating a more collaborative environment where Jason wants to share a certain part of the platform with a school board member, a secretary at a school, a router, a dispatcher, and so on and so forth. And, to, and so really looping in these different constituents that inevitably touch transportation in some way, shape or form, but don't really understand what happens but behind the scenes. And so um, I think at the end of the day, whether you're presenting to a superintendent one off or a school board, there's there's something exciting when people really learn uh, you know, how much great work is being done in these transportation offices. Awesome. I think, I you know, those that that is true, a true testament as far as, um, you know, I think people always use the general phase of, um, you know, we really appreciate our transportation department, but then it just gets left there, right? They don't understand the details that right. go on and the amount of hours to go and, you know, make sure that routes are dialed in, that we're not missing any kids, that we're hitting our on-time um, deliveries. And that's that's really where that our transportation analyst kind of came from was to, again, take that data and be able to show at kind of a high level, like, Hey, we're hitting our, you know, on-time deliveries of students so that they're ready to learn every morning, you know, 98% of the time or, or whatever that is. Or if it falls below that, so let's say it's 90, 90% of the time. Well, what yeah. now we can create action plans of what are we doing to fix that? Is it a staffing issue? Is it a, maybe a bus breaking down? Like we were talking about earlier, you know, um, always trying to figure out how to reroute or, Hey, somebody's got to get a spare bus, you know, talking about those challenges. Like those are real world everyday things that we have to figure out how to navigate. And, you know, I don't think people always necessarily understand what goes into that. So um, it is nice that you're kind of championing us, um, you know, on our behalf. (laughs) I mean, you're the ones who who are doing the the hard work, but, you know, it it took me even many years as as a rider to, you know, realize that, you know, the bus was running late and I'm like calling the transportation office and the school secretary and the principal's office, et cetera. And, you know, you fall into this trap of just thinking, oh, that yellow bus, you know, I see it around town. It makes the same run every day. And, you know, what can go wrong? It's like, do they, a lot of people don't even know there's a transportation department and transportation geniuses behind that operation. Um, and so I get this all the time where it's like, what do you, what do schools need any technology for? The buses just go the same thing every yeah. day. And I'm like, well, first off, they don't. Second off, there's this whole operation behind it. And yeah. those are the people that we're trying to empower. And so, uh, you know, it's 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 cool when, when others start to have those realizations, and I think when they do, they, they fall into transportation and appreciate it as much as uh, we do over here. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, so Keith, uh, kind of one of your side projects during this pandemic was setting up uh, a couple Facebook groups for transportation leaders. Uh, you've got a, a transportation tech group, and then another um, kind of transportation directors and leaders. What stemmed you to do that? I mean, were there a lot of people kind of asking for like a, a social platform that, you know, people could get together or was it more of a, a learning opportunity for yourself? Yeah. So, I mean, we hear this time and time again. I, you know, you had mentioned the same thing of like, there's so much knowledge in these transportation directors heads that can sometimes be in their offices and, you know, it, it, they're not shared as much as perhaps they should be. And so, whether it's connecting like-minded individuals, uh, you know, one-to-one, whether it's building a, an online group like Facebook where they can bounce ideas off each other. Um, or, you know, eventually what, what we'll do is at Bus Strike create a, you know, customer list where each customer gets that list and, you know, different transportation leaders, routers, dispatchers, drivers, they can like add their name, 
you know, how to contact them, what you can contact them about. So for you, it would be like, you know, integrating technology and so on and so forth. And so it's just this broader vision of how do we, you know, elevate the voices of these transportation leaders via um, community and through technology. So this is more on the community side. And we, we see, a, a, you know, us expanding to that a, a lot more than we are right now. Um, but ultimately, you know, it's just uh, how do we how do we provide a platform where these folks can meet each other and where we can all just bring this industry forward um, as, as we're all kind of excited about. Sure. You find that people well, like more want to just lurk and and just read or wait for a question from Keith versus, you know, going on and, and posting their own question that they might have. You, you know, I, I have found that. Um, I'm not sure how to get around that necessarily. Um, I do have some ideas, but it's it's a tricky one, uh, especially over the past year when there's just been so much on the minds of these transportation sure. leaders right now, obviously with summer school and summer planning. It's like, you know, trying to figure out where this online discussion fits within the, the broader sense of their life. So uh, I'm not going to sit here and say it's been like, the biggest success in the world, but there have been some meaningful relationships that have been kind of spun out and, okay. and, you know, every relationship that can be made is, is a win for us. Well, there's definitely been some, some good questions posed on there. I think there's been a couple bell times, a couple yeah. staff morale and staffing shortages and whatnot. So it is interesting. I think in, in some regards that it's, we're all going through the same thing, no matter where in the country that you are, but also to hear different perspectives on how people have handled you know, certain things. I think there's a lot of folks out there that are um, more culture and kind of family driven oriented, right? Where there's others that are very by the book and very regimented in, in their approach also. So, um, you know, it's been, I think for those lurkers, they can, you know, at least peruse the posts and, and get information out like, oh, that's a good idea. I didn't, you know, I never <laughs> thought of that. So pretty well, cool stuff. Yep. <clears throat> but let's be honest, there's not not every transportation has a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> not no. all of them. Not all of them. Not all of them. Are, yeah. Maybe no. not as much as Jason, but uh, they, they oh, have Jason. some and, unique insight. Yeah. <laughs> and I would say I don't even have. I mean, there's there's so many people out there that you know. I'm sure Keith that you've talked to that that have been in this industry for 30, 30 you know, thirty forty years that have have seen so much growth and and they can talk to doing things pen and paper. They can talk to you know, having a, a door handle that you got to manually open and close the door. They can, they can talk to all of those things. And I think those are the people that, you know, we want to lean on and learn from, but we also want to be able to take their information. I think the way that Keith and I think are taking their information and being able to, again, digitize it or channel it into a place where there are now new people that are coming in. I can tell you here in the Valley, there's several directors around the Valley that never been in transportation. They come from a different you know, yeah. job market and they're coming in to basically manage people or get into a different industry. And so they need to learn, they want to learn and they need a place to go where they can either pop on a forum and ask a question that may have already been asked a thousand times that they just don't, they don't know, right? There's not this way to, I think when you think about like Facebook or Google or any of those search engines that are out there, you can type in a question to Google and you can come up with pages upon pages of answers or types of forums, right, that you can go and try and formulate the best answer that you want to go forward, right? But um, without those types of things, and, and honestly, school transportation, there isn't a giant, you know, wealth of digitized knowledge out there that you can read right. about it other than what maybe like, you know, some of the news or the school bus news publications yeah. might put out there or, 
really that's it. There's not really anything else that that really shares the information about this is how I tackled this salute or this problem, that's right? right? That's right. No, I t- totally agree. So there, Chad. I, I'm just saying I've I've been across some that I wouldn't classify as having a wealth of knowledge. That's all I was trying to say. It depends on what you're talking to them about. <laughs> there, there, there's usually something in there that, that is interesting. But. You're so you're, you're so nice. Look at you. Look at you being nice. And here I am being rude. <laughs> Thank you for offsetting my my rudeness. He's just he's I just mean, a realist, right? You're just Chad. Chad's just he'll tell you how it is. I'm a realist. Insert yes. foot afterwards. <clears throat> yeah, but, I'm uh, a realist. Sometimes I don't filter quick enough, and it gets me in trouble. It's all good. Good things it's a it's a free show that people don't have to listen to. So yeah. So yeah. Keith, you uh you know obviously company's growing. You've you've added some sales staff and whatnot. Um, you know getting out there and really you know kind of expanding. What's on the horizon for for bus ride as we kind of take this home? Yeah, what is on the horizon? Um, from a product perspective, we are building out kind of like V2 of our routing system to you know be a, a lot more robust, where at a high level, our routing today is being done like route by route, but with multi-view, you're going to be able to pretty much see like all of your routes in, in one interface um, and uh, you know really get a better sense of how impacting or changing one stop on one route or tweaking one part of one route in this part of the community will impact the entire routing table from ETAs to mileage, et cetera. Um, so in this, in this interface, there's just going to be um, so much more possibility. Uh, and it's got a real kind of fancy timeline view where you can switch stops between different routes. You can consolidate routes and all that kind of good stuff. Um, from a team perspective, we are expanding the team. Our next immediate hire is our first ever customer success hire, which is, you know, our whole team pretty much acts as customer success right now, which is built into our DNA. But now we've gotten to a point with the number of customers and states that we're in that we really need to kind of like, you know, formalize our, you know, customer experience practice more broadly. So that'll be a big step for us. Uh, you know, we'll probably be bringing on someone in the next month to a month and a half. And then, um, you know, uh, a bit, you know, coming to your backyard, uh, working with one of the districts right nearby you, Jason, uh, in Arizona, they're our eighth state that we are going live with. And so that'll be kind of cool to be in your neck of the woods and see what other partnerships kind of sprout from there. But um, those are just a, a few things that I'm excited about. And, um, you know, just continuously seeing what our, what our team members are capable of. Everyone comes from such unique, different diverse backgrounds and skill sets and every day is just you know what watching design meet engineering meet product meet sales and uh you know different levels of experience in this industry and not there's just so much power that that's coming out of this organization that i'm just honored to be a part of quite frankly did you did last question did you did you think you would be here when you first pitched it in your uh as your as your project that you did um, do I think I'd be here? Uh, you know, it's on the, still on the this... podcast. That's what he means. Would you be? No, I mean podcast? in in this position oh. of of growth with bus right. Oh, got you, got you. Sorry, Chad my bad. Go ahead. That's a that's a tough question. <laughs> I mean, you know, I I have you know high ambitions and, and aspirations, and so right when I start off of the project, I'm already thinking about where this can be sure. in, in 10, 15 years from now. Um, but that being said. I recognize that it's it's not you know easy to do that, and it takes a, a lot of hard work and a lot of great people. Um, and so you know, 
I don't, I didn't know nearly enough about the industry when I started this years ago that I do right now. And so being in this kind of unique position, um, is, uh, it, I'm very fortunate and, 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 uh, honored to, to be here. So that, that's all I'll say. Kind of surreal. So, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it's a great, it, like I said, it's a, it's a, it's been great to get to know you and, and, you know, kind of, like I said, learn from you and, um, collaborate and, you know, everything that we've been able to, to do so far. So, you know, I'm excited to, you know, continue this and keep you, you know, keep you coming back and, and, you know, sharing with the listeners what, what is new with bus ride and, and wish you all the best. So, uh, Chad, uh, any final thoughts? I mean, you didn't know anything about this and, um, you know, got any, any final thoughts about just a new routing program and simplicity of technology that's coming to the school bus. Hold on, Keith. This is where all the wisdom comes in right here. <laughs> final, the final, the final analysis. Real. No, I mean, you're right. I didn't know a lot about it. I knew kind of what it was had an idea what it was. I think you're spot on as far as the simplicity factor, be able to, you know, transportation part, be able to pick it up quickly because I have seen other, um, technology out there that people struggle with. And a year later, they're still struggling with it. So they're not using it to the full advantage. They're not being able to take advantage of the system because they can't figure out how to use it or they're not getting good support on how to use it. You know, so I think you're spot on there. And because of, you know, say someone like, you know, Jason up and leaves and someone else comes in, his transportation director up and leaves, someone else, you know, a driver moves up or someone out of the office moves in. They don't know this stuff, right? They haven't learned right. this, these, these, uh, systems and to be able to jump in, figure it out quickly or contact someone at your company, figure it out quickly and utilize it to its full advantage. I think that's huge in this industry because there is quite a bit of turnover. And for it to be easy with the drivers and useful for the drivers is huge because again, there's a ton of turnover there. Jason can, you know, talk about that. But, uh, I think you're spot on with that. I think it's exactly what the industry needs in other areas as well, not just, you know, in your routing system. And me being a parent that's guaranteed to have a kid move out here and start school as the first time ever have a kid that rides a school bus. I'm hoping that when we get off the air, I'm going to ask you who the district is that you're working with. I'm hoping that this is one of them because I'd like to be able to see where my kid's at on the bus. And I already told him that he has to tell the school district that he won't ride a bus unless it's an IC. So <laughs> you just get on the bus, tell him I can't ride on this piece of junk. You're going to have to get me an IC. I love so, it. <laughs> but um, no, I, I think I think the simplicity part and the fact that it works once they implement it and it works very well I mean, I sit there thinking, man, maybe I need this for my car because I use Google Maps. And I'm tired of going around the block instead of just making a U-turn. You know, I mean, it's ridiculous sometimes. But, but I mean, where I live, it doesn't even recognize the street where I turn to go to my house. Hmm. Google Maps doesn't recognize that street still to this day. Wow, which, like it's paved. It's I mean, it's not some dirt road. Right. Right. And yeah. as many times I went down it, you think their system would pick it up and go, there may be a street here because this guy <laughs> keeps driving up and down it. <laughs> yeah, that no, it's it's interesting how, how that all works. But hey, if if there is no Chad to be selling buses, then we don't exist because we exist on school buses. Oh. So keep up the good work over there. Yeah. You hear that, Jason? Hey, I agree. I mean it's uh <laughs> it's it's interesting how it all goes hand in hand, right? So Keith, mm-hmm. again, I thank you for uh taking a little bit of time out of your day. Uh, today I hope to get to uh, at least out here. You know I'm excited. I know who you're working with, and I'll 
Um, I'll share that later with Chad if you're if you're still on after or not on after. But uh, I'm excited to to see it, and you know, um, you know, hopefully if you get out here to Arizona, maybe get out to to lunch or something, and uh, you know, have a have a visit. So. Um, till then take care everybody thanks for popping in again um stay cool we'll see you up at well actually by the time this airs ta will be over so uh our summer conference next week but uh gonna be exciting and we'll uh see everybody there take care keith thank you again appreciate it see you later see y'all You've been listening to Hey Bus Driver. Thanks for being part of our community. If you're a student transportation professional, you are part of our family. The show is coming to a close, but you can reach out online. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Hey Bus Driver Podcast. And check out the website at www.heybusdriver.com. Till next time, this is Hey Bus Driver, signing off.